Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Saints Hour. Unbelievably, the Saints just 48 hours away from yet another game. Joining us now is Jeff Ireland, Assistant General Manager, also Director of College Scouting. And I know, Jeff, you're on the road. Uh, where are you? Kind of what does what is, what is your weekend look like scouting-wise? Well, I took off uh, yesterday to uh, Los Angeles. I'm actually – I just finished up a practice at uh, USC, Southern Cal, and um, – just walked in to do a radio show with you guys. <laughs> will you meet the team in Arizona or will you be kind of on the road scouting situation? No, I usually meet the team on the road. If it's, um, it's a road trip, I'm usually uh, flying in the day before a game, meet our team and, um, you know, observe the game uh, with our other uh, executive staff. And then I would assume because it's a Thursday night game, you're probably back out on the road uh, Friday because of college football. Yeah, I'll come back with the team, and then I'll probably be at a game on Saturday. So I'm going to take advantage of the West Coast uh, since we're, you know, halfway across the country in Phoenix. I'm going to do USC today, UCLA tomorrow, and then uh, fly with the team uh, back home. And then uh, um, I'm not exactly sure what's on my calendar. I have to check my phone. But I'm somewhere, <laughs> That's I'm all, somewhere, it's on, okay. I'm somewhere on Friday, Saturday. We, uh, I, can, I can relate, believe me. These, and that's kind of where, you know, these short weeks – uh, irrespective of anything else, it, when you think about an NFL game on Sunday and another NFL game on 5:15 Arizona time on Thursday, um, it is just it is a challenge for every level of of an NFL football team. Yeah, it's 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 especially challenging for our coaching staff and our players. Um, everybody else can 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 work through it there's just some you know there's not enough hours in the day sometimes for our coaching staff to uh, put together the best plan possible um, and our and for our players to recover I mean you got to realize these guys went through I always say every player that's playing you know 35 snaps or more is going through a, a car wreck you know every Sunday especially certain positions so you're trying to get you know recover from you know those those um, you know, those, those things that you go through during the course of a game. 
and you got to get through those in 48 hours and get ready for the next one. So it's a challenge for their coaches and, and, and certainly our players. And especially for the road team, because it's just, you know, it's, it's a, it's a Wednesday afternoon travel. You don't see, so you kind of even lose some of that time. And I guess because of that, because it's really about body recovery and then some walkthroughs. And again, you don't, I'm not really looking for an answer. I'm just going to say it, but in the NFL wonders why Thursday night football has been maybe not, not the best, but it's, it's, it's so hard to get your body recovered in such a short amount of time, more or less, try to game plan, right? No, you're right. You're right, Mike. It's it's difficult. It is. It's difficult. Uh, the product is probably, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I try to watch as many Thursday night games as possible, but uh, it's hard to put the best product out there. And, you know, if, uh, you know, if your if your players aren't healthy and uh, your coaches are, you know, lack of sleep and, but uh, <laughs> Hey, look, it's, it's, it's a, it's a product that sells and, uh, you know, I guess you could probably put a game on Tuesday night and it would sell too. So people love football. Don't say that. Don't say that. They'll do it. They'll, 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 hey, they'll they're do it. They're doing it. In, they're doing it in college football. That's for sure. That's true. Uh, you know, you've been around this game a long time. If I just plopped in front of you just the NFL standings across the board, AFC, NFC, and said, here, here we are going into week seven. I mean, it's, it's, it would be somewhat surprising. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, but that's every year in the league. I mean, it's it's uh, the pundits that put together these preseason rankings and and procrastinators, I guess you could say. They they you know they're it's uh, they can't look in the future, so it's not surprising to me that certain teams are are down and and the least expected are are up and and uh, but it's a long season, so uh, for us we're. We're the one of those ones that are not where we want to be, but uh, certainly have the um, uh, the willpower and the and the focus to get where we want to be. And that's what Dennis had said yesterday morning. Uh, you know, it's big picture, and and you look at the big picture, and in the NFC South, you're, you're one game out. You still have to play Atlanta again. You still have to play Tampa Bay again. You still have to play Carolina again. So it has not been the start you wanted, but you gotta you, you have to maintain the, the big picture perspective. Yeah, you do. You do. You know, we've we've got to get some some uh, some bodies uh, healthy. Um, and while we're doing that, we got to fight like heck to uh, maintain a, a really good uh, you know football team and and uh, do the things that we're capable of doing. And and um, you know, and I think we can do that. You know, there's we got good players on our football team. We got good depth. And and um, you know, the football season uh, where we want to go is, is certainly still out there. And and uh, nobody on this in, in our building is losing hope or, or focus on what we're trying to get done. And, um, you know, we got great leadership and, and Dennis is doing a fantastic job. So uh, I think we can turn this thing around. There, there are so many challenges because of the injuries. You know, I, I support and I'm not going to ask about injuries to your team just because you guys don't use it as an excuse. But I, I will say because, you know, part of my job, is that I'm I'm waiting for kind of the, the practice squad elevations on Saturday afternoon just because it, it'll it'll affect my board. And so this Saturday, you guys made seven roster moves. You put two on the active 53. You you put two up from the practice squad standard elevations. You waved a guy. You put another guy on IR, and you signed a running back to the practice squad. Now I say that to say this: the Cincinnati Bengals made zero moves. No practice squad elevations, no roster moves whatsoever. So 
it is it's, and they it's play the and they play <laughs> and they play with yeah. 52 players on their roster <laughs> right right yep, they, they, right. Could, they could have had yeah. one more and so i guess yeah. it's that is the challenge i mean it's about it's each week figuring out who can go where who you know needs to go to the 53 and and it's been, it, it has really been a testament to to your office and parenting and and kai and and mickey and everybody yeah, well, look, you know, managing the the roster is is what um, is what we all got in this business to do is is managing rosters, and each year is different. Uh, you need every resource possible. You need the pro department, the Kyle's department, your general manager is obviously the key cog in that, and um, you need your salary cap guy because it affects that as well. And so, look, we we just have a staff that works really well together, and. And, um, you know, get, you know, get guys back on the field. I mean, this is a matchup league, you know, so it's, a, it's your best on their best. And, you know, we need those guys back on, on the field to, um, to, to make a uh, run at this thing here at the end. When we come back, we'll have more with Saints Director of College Scouting and Assistant General Manager Jeff Ireland. We'll talk about getting wide receiver Chris Olave back in action and the unveiling of speedster Rashid Shahid. When the Saints Hour continues on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Hour with Director of College Scouting and Assistant General Manager Jeff Ireland. I'm curious, uh, the NFL put a, a limit on activations uh, this year uh, at, at eight. Meaning you can only activate guys, you know, from 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 IR or there's there's different qualifications. But I'm I'm just curious if that plays any role about whether you are going to put a guy on IR or not because you only have eight. Or what Dennis said yesterday is like, man, you just you hate to have a guy who could be ready in week three sitting out because he's on IR. I imagine it's it probably falls somewhere in between that, right? Yeah, look, you never want that to happen, and um, you never can get players back early enough. But look, and then again, that's just another part of um, you know the the team is our medical staff and, and making sure that we have the the exact information that we need to to make those decisions. And you know, when a guy gets injured, we need to know exactly when 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 he's expected to be back, how long he's going to be out, when does he get to practice, uh, get back to practice, uh, and so those. Those decisions are uh, are vital, um, you know, because you don't want guys sitting on the bench when he's healthy. And you're always it's it's a health conscious league now, and so you you, you edge on the side of safety, like a Chris Olave, who may have passed the protocols. But you know, sometimes you you like I guess it's been said in the NFL, you kind of save players from themselves because they all want to play. They all say they're they're ready, but I guess one the ability of the 27 people that are on both yours and Arizona's injury list that came out yesterday, and which, by the way, came out with no team practicing, Chris Olave wasn't on it. So getting him back, uh, that's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. He's, he's going to be a really good player. He already is a really good player. And, um, you know, we're just excited to see him each and every week. And as he gets better and he's going to continue to develop and get stronger and, you know, learns a little bit more about this league. We're going to see more and more from him. But, um, yeah, having him not on the injury report was uh, is a blessing for sure. And so we got a chance, and we've, we've been talking about this since preseason, and that was to see Rashid Shahid, the Weber State wide receiver, also return specialist. And I had a buddy of mine who used to say, there's only three things in this world that money won't purchase, age, class, and speed. 
and Rashid Shaheed <laughs> unveiled some speed on a jet sweep that uh, it's you can't hide that. I mean, that's that, that is what it is. But that was very impressive. Yeah, we've been excited about him for a a long time. Uh, we've been excited about him, you know, going even through draft preparations, you know, and then, you know, when we got on the phone and um, we're negotiating his, his free agent contract after he goes undrafted and uh, we were even excited about that, just getting him and knowing that we're going to have him. Um, but then as soon as he gets on the field, there's just a different you – know, use your eyes in this business to tell you things. And when your eyes tell you, speed and explosiveness and um you know fast twitch and and he's got all those things when you're fast and twitchy that's something and uh, we're excited about Rashid and and uh, glad he's uh, made it to the active roster and now it's his job to stay there and uh, he continued to make plays I thought the the, the 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 nicest thing about his touchdown was that he's a rookie he, he doesn't know any better than Keith Kirkwood went over to the back of the end zone and picked up the football for him because felt <laughs> like he felt like, you know what? Uh, I think you're going to want this sucker. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. We were all talking about it in the box up there, you know, upstairs to say, go, better go get that ball. <laughs> get that ball. Keith Kirkwood did. So we haven't had a chance to talk to really uh, yourself or, or Mickey about this because, you know, things happen and you're always kind of replenishing that practice squad. And the signing of Jake Funk and Jordan Howard, a couple of running backs, uh, Funk, who really I thought was interesting because he wanted to come here, wanted to be a part of this. Can you talk about just kind of the ability to, to sign those two players and always kind of keep that practice squad? Because it's no longer a developmental. It's guys who are going to be probably playing for your team. No, they got to be ready, you know, because uh... – you know, if you're using and managing your roster the right way, you're signing players. You know, look, it's 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 a it's a twofold thing. It's 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 a practice roster getting ready to play, and it is a developmental roster. Uh, certainly, it is. You want guys that you can uh, um, kind of redshirt and develop, but you also want guys that are ready, ready to go play when and when they're called upon. And 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 Funk and Howard are, are two two guys that. Uh, Howard, I think we worked out earlier in the year and he wasn't in great shape. We told him to get back and get in good shape. And I think he worked out last week and he was in really good shape. And so that's why we signed him. And he's, he's, uh, look, he's made a lot of plays in this league and we're excited to have him. And then Funk is a, is a guy that can run the football. He can catch the football. He can also play on special teams. Um, so excited about him as well. So those guys will be ready, ready when they're, when they're, uh, uh, when their name is called to come up. Well, enjoy your, your rough times at USC and UCLA and, and California there, and we, we'll see you Thursday in Arizona. Well, it's 88 out here, so I uh, heard it's cold back home. So uh, enjoy the cool, cool weather. I, I'm going to enjoy the sun. <laughs> All right. You're right. We, we did. We, we do enjoy the cool fronts that came in. Jeff Ireland, Director of College Scouting, Assistant General Manager. Uh, again, see you Thursday. Safe travels. All right, Mike. Take care, guys. Thanks. Let's pause 10 seconds to allow stations along the network to identify themselves here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. So you can watch the Saints in Arizona on Thursday night, but tomorrow night you can also watch the season debut of the New Orleans Pelicans in Brooklyn as the 2022-23 season gets underway. We will talk with Pelicans General Manager Trajan Langdon about the season ahead and the return of Zion Williamson You're listening to the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. A little special treat because it's going to be a little Saints and Pelicans time. As the Pelicans getting ready to start their season, Trajan Langdon, the Pelicans general manager, joining us now. And when I say start the season it's now you're heading off to, to brooklyn to begin the season tomorrow night right yeah we uh we just finished our final practice before the start of the regular season a quick uh tune-up and um pretty much uh you know a lot of a lot of preparation for our opponent tomorrow but our guys are excited we've gone through a nice three-week preseason and uh it comes quick for us so guys are excited and ready to go well, it, it, just for the record, it comes quick for us as well. It seems like it it starts earlier and earlier. There was a time, at least I remember, that the NFL and the NBA overlapped, but it wasn't kind of like it is now, uh, week seven. I don't think the, the NBA schedule makers did you guys any great favors. Eight of your first 11 uh, on the road. So certainly teams ready, great preseason, form one, but uh, challenging, challenging start. I agree. Definitely a challenging start, but I think one that our uh, our players and our coaching staff is up for and they're ready for, um, you know, it takes a little bit of pressure off of being in front of your home crowd, I think, to start the season. Guys have a chance to, uh, on the road, have a chance to go out to dinners and I think connect and and uh, and bond a little bit more on the road than at home anyway. So we, we don't mind this challenge and we're uh, we're looking forward to it. 
I think I was in London for the Saints game and I saw a little bit of the uh, media day and my first glance at Zion Williamson was like, whoa, he looks great. Uh, just, you know, physically uh, lean. Really, he hasn't played, I think it's May 4th of 2021. And, and quite frankly, it, there's a whole new team around him. And and Willie Green hasn't really had a chance to, he's coached him some, but not, not like coached him on the floor. Just, I guess, give me your assessment of, of where Zion is and the impact of having him backed. No, I think you're, uh, you know, what you saw on TV is, is right. He really, uh, he worked really hard this summer, um, trained really hard. And, and I think leading up to the last couple of weeks was going uh, even more focused two a days, as he said, in a few of his articles that he's done. Um, but that, I think that's the case with all of our guys. They, they really ramped up really well, uh, especially after losing uh, in the playoffs last year against a, a tough Phoenix Suns team who we battled and we, we, uh, we really challenged them in that series, but it gave our, he gave our core group and the group that was here, especially after the CJ trade, um, gave that group a, a little taste of, of what playoff basketball and postseason basketball really is about and elevating your game and challenging yourself. And, and you really, you're, you're on stage. I mean, it's just a couple games per day instead of the whole 10, 12 game slate that it is now. I mean, you're, you're one of two or three games that is on national TV. Uh, and that's what, the, that's what it's all about is, is postseason basketball. So our whole team's come ready. But like you said, with Z, he's ready. I think he's super excited. Uh, he wouldn't miss this game tomorrow for the world after, uh, like you said, being out almost 18 months. But um, we're excited to see what our group looks like on the floor tomorrow. Um, I know Willie and his staff are ready. Um, and it should be exciting first night tonight and tomorrow night in, uh, in the NBA. And Brandon was around, but clearly with the, with the, the pickup of C.J. McCollum and uh, Valanciunas and their and the and the core around, uh, it's it is a different team that that Zion is is a part of, right? I mean, it's 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 a team that that kind of proved to itself it could do some things on its own last year, right? hundred um, percent. It's a we we have a great group of guys, uh, a good blend of veterans that have played in the playoffs. Um, you know, several and several different teams with Jonas Valanciunas, obviously CJ, Larry Nance, uh, Willie Hernan Gomez coming off his Euro basket MVP. We have a good blend mix to them and, and our and our youth that are now experienced playing in the playoffs as well. Um, and uh, I think you're going to see a special season from Brandon Ingram as well. He's he's been focused in this off season. He's a quiet worker. He wants to take his leadership to another level. Uh, he he is in great shape. He's put on some weight. Uh, he's put on. He, he's going to be a stronger player, a, more, a, a higher, more. High, his conditioning he's taken to a higher level as well. So I'm ecstatic for him. Um, and again, having a taste of the playoffs and the success that he had in the playoffs last year, I think has motivated and inspired him uh, to take his work and his focus to another level. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing what this group uh, is going to do in the season because they are ready. Um, they, they've had a, a particular focus and a togetherness uh, throughout the summer uh, that I just I, I haven't seen in, in my 10 years of, uh, of basketball. Obviously, I was with the Spurs and, and a championship group, but that was a little bit different. Um, they had been there and done that. And now this group has, has had a little taste of it and wanted to take it to the next level. Yeah, the rebound after, you know, a three and, and, and 16 start, but to get to 33 and 30 and, and climb over five teams to even make the play in and have that run. And I've, I've been around this city, I'm an old cat for 30 plus years. There was a, there was a connection with the Pelicans in this city 
last year during that run that, that I've not seen. And I imagine uh, you could feel that in the Smoothie King Center at all points. Yeah, I think that's a great observation. We definitely felt it over the last month and a half. And and we continued to feel it through the summer, um, not only just in New Orleans, but also in the Gulf region. I did a good amount of traveling with my oldest son to different AAU tournaments. And um, out of the city, out of the state, you would see Pelicans hats and sweats and T-shirts um, that I hadn't seen before. So um, that feeling was really cool uh, to, to see that everywhere and, and, and to really feel it in the city the lead up of the season. Uh, you can feel the Pelicans fever uh, the closer that we've gotten. And, uh, you know, we got two games on the road, but I know this, the, the SKC will be rocking on Sunday when we come back home and play Utah. That's right. Utah, 10-23, October 23rd. The Saints do not play on that Sunday, so you, 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 you will own the day. And you talked about this team, and we talked about the depth. And, of course, winning is, is the key to this question. But Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, I mean, my gosh, it just, it just seemed to be – it seemed to be that they got along well, the character. It was a fun team. It was a fun team to watch uh, down the stretch. Yeah, as I said before, these guys get along really, really well, not only on the court but off the court, and I think that helps. But um, we just have a whole bunch of high-level competitors that want to win, and uh, you referred to it before. We need to see them continue to win, but that's what these guys want to do. They come to compete every day in practice. We have had some high-level practices, and that stems from – um, them being in the gym and being around and pushing each other all year. And, and all these guys individually want to play well, but I really do believe as a group, um, they really root for each other, whether they're in the game or they're on the bench. Guys make big plays. They, they want their guys to play well. They know they see each other working their butts off in the gym and they want what's best for each other because they know what's best for each other is ultimately going to help this team um, continue to win and, and, and take us to the next level. But all these guys have gotten better. Uh, you're going to see better versions of all of these players than you saw back in, in March and April when we were playing in the playoffs and, you know, obviously competing to get in, playing in the play-ins, and then playing against Phoenix Suns. Um, all these guys are better versions of themselves, and I think that's what's fun. We see these guys put the work in, the bodies have changed, the skill level has changed, they've gotten closer, they're highly motivated. Um, all that stuff, it's not just talk about being excited. You're excited because you've seen the transformation of these individual players and the group as well. And I know we shouldn't get our news from Twitter, but I did see a tweet today that C.J. McCollum had bought the entire staff lunch today, just kind of thanking them for, <laughs> for all that they do, correct? Yeah, no, and it's, you know, he's not just talking about basketball staff. He's talking about marketing, ticket sales, um, the whole business side staff. This isn't just a basketball ops. Um, think, you know, thinking just basketball ops is the whole um, Saints Pelicans organization that he was thinking. So um, he is definitely genuine in that. He knows what goes into um, making a successful season. And it's not just about what happens on the floor, but off the floor as well. So um, very thoughtful uh, and very kind gesture by CJ McCollum that we all appreciated yesterday. And character is a, is a two-way street. And so the team, the Pelicans, had a situation because of the injury to EJ Lydell about kind of what to do, yep. but everything is about doing the right thing. I mean, when he got injured, he was not under contract. And so, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but what you did was you signed him to a two-way contract that will allow him to rehab and possibly play in the G League or later with the team. Can you talk about kind of the, the thought process that went into that? 
Um, well, we were very high on EJ in the in the draft process, and so when we drafted him at 41, um, we wanted him to be here long term. We wanted him to develop. Uh, we were very high on the basketball player and the young man. So the fact that he went down with an injury, it's it's not a career-ending injury in any way. I know, he, uh, you know, back 20, 30 years ago, an ACL was was detrimental to <laughs> to a young player. Career, whereas now a lot of times these players come back better coming back off ACLs and, and we truly believe that EJ Liddell will be a better basketball player um, when he comes back and so we want him to be here we want him to be a Pelican and this is the first step uh, in doing that but I know he and his family are, are uh, I know it was devastating what happened the injury in summer league uh, he's in a much better place but this is a guy that comes in he's professional every day uh, he wants to be here uh, and we're fortunate to have him here, obviously. Um, felt horrible for him, but he is going to be a better basketball player and a better human being coming out of this. When we come back, we'll talk more with Pelicans general manager Trajan Langdon about growing up and playing basketball in Anchorage, Alaska, and his years of playing overseas in Italy and Russia and how it's helping him now in the front office. The Saints Hour continues after this break on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Speaking with Pelicans General Manager Trajan Langdon, we only have a, f- a few minutes left because I know you got you do physically have to go catch a plane, so we got about five minutes <laughs> remaining. Born in Palo Alto, but really grew up uh, in Anchorage and went to like junior high and what would be high school there. What was the basketball fever like in Anchorage growing up? Yeah, my dad. Uh, my dad got a PhD from Stanford Hospital, and so that's that's why I was born in Palo Alto. And, and within the first six months of me being on this earth, we uh, we moved up to Anchorage, Alaska. He was a professor at the University of Alaska Anchorage uh, in the anthropology department. Um, I, I he he played lunchtime basketball growing up, and and I used to go watch him, and that's just kind of where it started my um, my enjoyment to the game and being around it. And look, my. It's not the hotbed of basketball and obviously in the nation, but my years, my sophomore, junior, senior year, especially my sophomore and junior year and basketball in Alaska was pretty good, especially in Anchorage. It was, we had some, there was a couple teams that were competitive and look, my, my team, my junior year, we, we ended the season ranked number nine in the country. And my senior year, we were ranked 25 at the end of the year in the country. So I had some, some good basketball teams to play against. I had some really good basketball really good teammates um, in all four of my years. Uh, and I played against, uh, I played with a lot of division one um, guys, teammates that went on to play division one basketball, I should say. So um, there was a period of time there for two or three years where Alaska basketball was really, really good. Uh, and, you know, I had a really good high school basketball coach named Chuck White who won, I don't know, 12, 12 to 15 state championships in Alaska. And, um, you know, the one thing he did is he took us to tournaments outside of Alaska every year, one or two tournaments. He brought us down to tournaments in the summer. And so that gave us a chance to compete against talent from all around this country, which I think uh, impacted the way that we developed and, and uh, became better basketball players from the age of 14 to 17 or 18 years old and put us in a better position to um, be ready to play college basketball. So, so thanks to Coach White. Thanks to all my teammates growing up because they pushed me to become the best basketball player that I could and really prepared me for my time at Duke. Yeah, the McDonald's All-American game, you win the three-point uh, contest. Just a couple more questions. And then you had the most three-pointers at Duke until J.J. Redick, who, like you, by the way, was an amazing. He was a first-round pick, 11th pick overall, just as you were to Cleveland. But when he comes to the Pelicans in 2019, he 
he, he had beaten your your three point record at Duke. Please tell me that you made him run sprints or do something. You challenged him to a three point contest <laughs> or something, right? Man, he had an incredible career at Duke, and after watching his freshman year, I said, "Yeah, my 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 record is going to be broken if he's there for four years." Uh, and he shattered it, broke the scoring record as well. So amazing career, and uh, you know, we were we were uh, ecstatic when we had him sign the contract here. Our Griff and I's first year, uh, he was a great veteran for us. Obviously, he was at the last couple of years of his career, and it's, it's it's tough to keep that thing going when you're 35 years old at this level, but. Um, for him to help set the culture that we still have now, and we're going to continue to get going. Um, you know, he's very professional, spends a lot of time with the young guys, um, but uh, an amazing career, both as a, as a, as in college and, and as a professional. Uh, and, and he's always been a, a really good guy. We were blessed to have him here for two years, but um, I can't say I was happy he broke my record, but I knew it was coming. And finally, uh, after your years in Cleveland, really a, a stunning second career, uh, Euro League, Italian League, uh, six-time Russian championships, three-time Russian Cup, Euro Final Four MVP. Does that time playing basketball abroad give you some a, a deeper insight as you're looking? Because the NBA is so global now. As you're looking at players and areas that maybe you played or you made contacts, you it must have it must give you some type of, I don't know, leg up, or at least you, you know where you're talking about. Yeah, I, you know, I, I wouldn't trade my that opportunity and um, playing nine years in Europe for 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 playing back here. I think the biggest thing it gave me was um, seeing winning basketball. Uh, I won basically on a, in every all nine years I, I played in the last game, whether it was winning a championship or losing in the, in the final game. Um, and so the Euro league is considered the best league in the world outside of the NBA. So competition was at a high level and to see what winning looked like, uh, every year and to not only be expected to win, but also to win, you knew what goes into it, you know what it looks like. And so now being on the executive side, I can understand when I'm scouting players or, part of a team going in every year, you can feel, okay, this is where we're at. This is what we're missing. Um, because you have the perspective in the past of, of playing, uh, on those winning teams and understanding the commitment it takes, the perseverance it takes, the dedication it takes, the hard work it takes every day. Uh, and so you understand what players have it, what players don't have it, what groups have it, what groups don't have it. So I think that insight and perspective that I gained in those nine years is, what truly comes to help me uh, as an executive now. Well, we appreciate your time very much. So at Brooklyn, at Charlotte, then home on Sunday, the 23rd, and then the 25th as well. And then again, as I said, eight of your first 11 on the road, but then you come home November 10th for a six game homestand. Have a great season, man. Just pick up where you left off. And because that city was, was behind you like I've, like I've never seen last year. Congratulations and continued success. Thanks for having me on, and uh, thanks to all the fans out there. We look forward to seeing you at the SKC when we come back home. We'll step aside on the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Austin, we're joined by Saints insider Christian Garrick as we get ready for Thursday night football, Wednesday night basketball, Thursday night football, and two hungry, very close to desperate two and four football teams. I'll say it. They are desperate. Both of them. I mean, you look at the Cardinals. They're a mess right now. Last year they started out they were one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They can't score um, offensively, and it's uh, it's the opposite for the Saints. Offensively they've been pretty good. They're ranked higher. Uh, offensively than they are defensively. And uh, look, you know, two and four, you go to two and five, it, it sounds crazy. It's still below 500, but three and four is a vast difference between t- two and five. And the Saints are on a short week. They're banged up, but nobody cares in the NFL. I mean, like, we care, fans care, but the rest of the teams, the Cardinals aren't going to give a darn who's who's injured and who's not. So, you know, they got to put all that aside and somehow find a way to win games. And my issue is, where are the stars? Of this defense in particular. Oh, defense, yeah. Yeah, I know the stars, Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry are injured, but you know, guys like Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, yeah, they've played pretty well or decently, but they haven't made impact plays. They haven't made turnovers. They haven't they haven't forced turnovers, fumbles, interceptions. Uh, we got the Saints have what I think thirteen sacks in in what yeah. six games. Nine came in the last three games. Yeah, so it's just. There's some inconsistencies with this team, uh, more so defensively and on special teams than there are offensively. So it's another read option quarterback. Kyler Murray comes in, had 10 rushes, 100 yards against Seattle. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about Arizona's craziness. They, they sound a lot like the Saints in 2021. But, I mean, Murray is so dangerous with the football. And he even said he wants to run it more. They're, they're almost broken plays to a point. But when he gets it, man, he can he does stuff with it. I think the Saints can't, game plan is going to be – you know, that muddle, that muddle rush where they're going to kind of just – they want to look to keep him in the pocket. You know, get to the depth of the football, so to speak, and don't get – don't go, uh, you know, bend the corner a little bit. Right. Just keep him there in the pocket. Make him throw through a well. He's a, he's a slight in stature quarterback, so you, know, you might be able to get your hands up and block some footballs coming out of the, out of the, of the, the pocket a little bit. But, yeah, he is deadly outside of the pocket. <laughs> if he gets outside of the pocket, who's going to spy him? Do you know of anybody on this Saints defense that you could say definitively, yeah, that's the answer to a spy for Kyler Murray? And there isn't any. And to be honest with you, there isn't many guys in the NFL that can spy him. So the Saints aren't the only defense at that disadvantage. Um, but, you know, he will get frustrated at times and throw you one or two. And I, I think he, he, he's prone to fumble. Uh, in particular, if you've got pressure on him, he, he doesn't have great ball security. Um, but, you know, going back to last week, the Saints rushed for over 200 yards and are plus one in the turnover ratio. 
Should never lost that. Oh game. my gosh! I, that, I can, I've always thought that in January we're going to look back at this game and say because it was total domination and clearly red zone, but it just felt like they weren't as a, they didn't attack the red zone like they like they like they have uh, previously. That's that's easy to say after the fact. When but, you don't have Mike Thomas, I think it, it makes it harder to execute in the red zone. It's true. That's true. And the red zone to me is a, it's not misleading. It's usually a pretty good indicator. But look at Seattle. Seattle was, you know, 0 for 1 in the red zone because they scored from 40 yards out every time. Never yeah. got in the red zone. Never touched it. Uh, it's, it, it's such a, a weird, as I was talking to Jeff Ireland earlier, you know, if I just showed you the standings and just said, you came from, you haven't seen any games, it just showed you the standings. Let's put it this way. So the Saints have played six games. They have, and their remaining 11 games. 11 games, they have one opponent over 500, and that's yeah. Philly. That's crazy. It's just Especially wacky. when you look at beginning of the season back in April when a schedule came out in May, we're sitting here saying they got to get off to a fast start because it gets rough. Nobody expected the Ravens to be um, three and three, three and three, and, and being about average. And uh, you know, Philly's on the schedule. Obviously, the Browns. You're going to have Deshaun Watson back by then. But at the same time, how much is he assimilated into that offense? How much does he really understand about the offense? How rusty is he, is he going to be? But you can look ahead if you want. The Saints can't afford to do so. They've got to win Thursday night, um, and they need it in a worse way. And look, they've been better over the last two years on the road than they have at home for. One explicable reason or another, I, I have no idea as to the answer for that, but I think it forces you to kind of buckle down when you're on the road, no distractions. See if this sounds familiar to the Saints in 2021. So Arizona drove it first and goal at the three, got it inside the 20 on their second drive, got it inside Seattle territory on their third drive, three drives in the second half, got inside the 39. They went for it on fourth down three times because they had no confidence in their kicker, Matt Amendola, whom they cut Yesterday, even though Matt Prater, their kicker, is still kind of day-to-day. I mean, that is just – I've never seen an offense be so effective and get down there and go – they kind of just obliterate because they get to fourth down and they can't kick a field goal in a game that has been driven by field goals. I mean, they're, they're down yeah. 6-3 and they don't – they go for it on fourth and four because they don't have a, a, a kicker who's going to – from the 27 who can't kick a 44-yarder. You just encapsulated the entire struggles of the Arizona Cardinals in general. Because you take those points traditionally, and you go, all right, hey, you know, we're going to get a stop on defense. It's it's a zero zero game. I know it, was, it would have been six six, but that's you know, right. even. So whatever, a lot of a lot of football has to be played at that point. And it's amazing to think about. You know, we all know we've seen enough football to know that the the margin for error is razor thin in the NFL. It just is, and you know that decision you know, kind of cost them the game. But they were forced into that decision to a degree because of the lack of confidence in their kicker. And look, I, I think Cliff Kingsbury is a, is a guy that I wonder if the players, this is me uh, just thinking out loud, I wonder if the players are going, you didn't have a whole lot of success in college. You're here in the NFL, you got off to a fast start, and then we've kind of nosedived after that. I, th- I wonder if, if their players are going, mm, are you the right guy? And, and if that's the case, then I would expect them to have a precipitous fall here soon. It might start with the Saints. That's what people are talking about, the fact that, you know, that he may have lost the locker room. He already had to field questions all day Monday about being stop being the play caller, which he kind of said, yeah, I, I could see that happening. And I'm like, man, this sounds like a team. You know, they do get DeAndre Hopkins back. He hasn't played. He's been out because of the suspension. They lose Marquise Brown. But it's it's – they, they kind of they don't have much of a running game at all. That's the, the kind of difference to me when this when you look at this RPO and read option is that 
Are they going to give it to Enos Benjamin? You know, it's it's not Christian McCaffrey uh, from from a running game standpoint. But all that being said, they can move it, and it's going to be up to the Saints defense, like you said before. Some of the stars of this Saints defense to stand up and make a stand, get turnovers. I mean, the plus one last week was a special team. It wasn't defense. Yeah, listen, Marcus May, I know he missed some time, but they paid him big money. Uh, he's got to make a play. Tyron Matthew, same thing. He's got to make a play. You're without Marshawn Lattimore. Okay, Courtney Roby struggling a little bit with Jamar Chase. Paulson Adebo, he had a great camp, but what we saw in camp was that because there was no officials there, he couldn't be as physical, and he's, he got flagged a couple times this year for uh, being a little too handsy. Uh, and grabby. So you're at a disadvantage defensively, but when you're not at, at a disadvantage and you still got a lot of your guys up front, Marcus Davenport, you're in you're in a contract year. He's got to produce. And, he, and I don't I don't want to hear this stat of like this PFF stat and I love PFF. Oh, you've got quarterback pressures. I don't give a darn about quarterback pressures. I want quarterback takedowns. Pressures don't mean a whole lot. NFL quarterbacks are made to handle pressure. You can't play in the NFL if you if you wilt under pressure. That's on every play you're going to be pressured. You got to be able to throw from all different platforms, etc. That's why the great ones can avoid it. Doesn't really matter. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you. I watched the Bills and the um, Chiefs the other day, and I don't know. This is not Saints related, but I just found it fascinating. I think the quarterback position is changing in a number of ways. One in particular, more athletic athletic quarterbacks. But watch Josh Allen and watch uh, Patrick Mahomes. A seven-step drop to them is really 15 yards because they got such a big arm. Right, it's they can drift, so the pass rush never really gets there. So they just drift, 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 and they got that that cannon for an arm, and they just fling one that's a that travels about 40 yards in the air, but it's only about a 20-yard completion. So I'm kind of getting off on a tangent there, but yeah, the, the Saints pass rush has to stop it. Where's where is uh, David Onyemata? We, we, we haven't heard much from him this year. There are a couple, couple of names I haven't talked about you know, too often. Tano Passanio, Davenport, um, Carl Granderson, um, Cam Jordan. Can't get Peyton Turner on the field. Can't get Peyton Turner. Look, he's missed nine games since being drafted last year. Yeah. Uh, look, that's just, just a fact. The Saints are paying for players on our high draft picks that haven't been able to be on the field. But where they have excelled, and because of Taysom's game, week before last against Seattle, and because of the loss last week, I mean, the play of Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, I mean, they are, and it's just busting through the tackles. It is just gritty, up the middle, tough running. Well, give credit to the offensive line. Right. I think the offensive line is built to, to run block better than they are pass blockers. Uh, but Mark Ingram doesn't look old. And I say old, I'm 44 years old. Mark's right. very, in, a foot, in football a, years. A, young, a very young man. Years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he doesn't look like an old running back. And Alvin Kamara is as explosive as ever. In fact, I think you can make the argument last week you would have, you probably would have wanted to get him more involved in the passing game. You saw what he did the week before. Taysom Hill got all that credit the week before. Right. But Alvin Kamara did all the dirty work. I mean, he had over 190 yards total offense. And a magic number there is typically 145, 150. If you can get Alvin Kamara total yards, whether it's 70 rushing, 80 receiving, 80 rushing, 70, somewhere in that range, uh, I think that, that, that bodes well for an offense that I think – has operated much more in rhythm with Andy Dalton, that quarterback. And so finally, I'd be interested to see how they utilize Taysom again uh, and how they how they utilize Rashid Shaheed. I mean, when you see kind of speed like that, and now he's young, and that was his first game, but you see speed like that, you got to figure out ways to get that young man the ball on the outside. I got an email today from a listener asking me to talk more about Rashid Shaheed's uh, involvement. Well, here you go. All right, I'll answer that email. Um, I think 
their vision, because Sean used to talk about that all the time, right? Vision. I think Dennis shares the same thing. I think that with Deontay Hardy now on injured reserve and him wanting a, pay, a, a big payday, the Saints have moved on. And Rashid Shahid is going to get every opportunity in the kicking game to prove himself. But more and more involvement, I think you got to spoon-feed this guy. Only because, again, his first year in the NFL, uh, you don't want to throw too much at him. Uh, you want him to be a good returner, both as a kick returner and punt returner first before you put him out there and give him 15, 20 pay- plays in a package on, on offense. But I think you slowly but surely increase his workload. But he's never going to be a guy that's going to have you know, <laughs> 20 touches. No. You know, if he gets three to five. Three to game, five jet sweeps, that seems yeah. that'll work. Or, 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 <laughs> yeah, or, or one of those, you know, one of those uh, slip screens out right, to well, He was a guy that was deep. He was open deep on that pass from uh, Dalton early in the game. He oh. just went – Ball went outside, he went inside, so who's to say? Yeah, no, he's got the wheels. He he claims to be the fastest guy on the field, uh, on a team, so I'll take his word for it. All right, thank you, my friend. As always, thanks for everybody for listening tonight. Thanks to Jeff Ireland and Trajan Landon. Pelicans on Wednesday, Saints on Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.